This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you to talk about NFL MVP. And before we give our picks, let's talk about what the public's doing per BetMGM with their insights. Mm. The highest ticket percentage belongs to Jalen Hurts at close to 15%. <laughs> highest handle goes to Pat Mahomes at close to 16%. The biggest liability for the book is Jalen Hurts. Of course, Pat Mahomes uh, is the odds-on favorite to win this honor and repeat as the NFL's most valuable player. But, Joe, when you look at what the public is doing, they're sort of looking at uh, last year's Super Bowl and figuring that the two best quarterbacks made it there and perhaps are a little bit torn as to which one will win the award this year. That's how the NFL works. It's just a repeat of last year. You know, whatever, the two one seeds, the two teams that met in the Super Bowl last year, those quarterbacks. And was, wasn't this the odds most of the year where Hertz was the favorite and Mahomes was second most of the year? Oh, I think it was. Mm, mm, I don't know. I, I no, thought Mahomes Hertz- was the, was the odds on, or I, I think Hertz maybe have supplanted him for a little bit, but then he got hurt and then Mahomes ran away with it. But well, that was the I last few Mahomes weeks, but leading. I'm saying before that. No, no, I think Hertz was wasn't the favorite earlier. Okay. No, okay. I think Mahomes was. Okay. Either way, I mean, Hurts, Mahomes, Mahomes, Hurts. That's, yeah, repeat of last year, right? That's how it's going to work? Yeah, exactly. uh, no, that's that's not what Nate Tice Ta- said yesterday. He's like, let's chill out on this yes, Hurts sir. MVP stuff. So I, I found that pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I could – listen, I can't, I can't knock a Mahomes MVP take. I can't. I can knock the odds that – do you want to bet on six to one? You can. He's going to win another MVP. He might win multiple uh, MVPs before it's all said and done uh, more. But uh, I can't knock it. But, yeah, I just – I can't say that I have either name circled for what I'm looking at this year. But, yeah, of course, either or both could win another one. I am only slightly warmer 
and open to the idea of backing Mahomes here. I know the price isn't great, but yeah. I still think it's okay here because if you look at the history of this award, 10 times the honor has gone to the same person. Uh, well, all right, 10 players have won this award multiple times. 29 mm-hmm. out of close to 70 years, the same player has earned this honor. So you're talking close to 50% where it's okay to buy in bulk here. And I'm not taking Aaron Rodgers here. I don't like that move at all. Uh, Mm -hmm. But when you look at the health of the Chiefs offense, the versatility of what they can do, and the fact that he and Andy Reid have taken this team to another level, I look at this and say, you know what? He's live. It's okay. You want to back him? That's not the worst thing in the world to do in this market. Yeah. Yeah, so we would be talking about three, right? Three for Mahomes, joining right. Unitas, Brett Favre, Brady. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. You'll probably get to four where Rodgers is at and uh, maybe surpass him at some point. Yeah. Well, look, we know the criteria is quarterback. And, you know, in the I think we should probably make an adjustment because for a long time I've been saying that the criteria not only is, of course, quarterback, it's one or two seed. But what I've noticed is, uh, and it's a smaller sample size since we've gone to this one by format, seven teams making it in each conference. Um, we can go back six years now. You got to be the one. Mahomes, Rogers, Rogers, Lamar, Mahomes, Brady, they were all the one seeds. So do we need to take a look at it and say, you've got to be able to not only be the quarterback of one of the top teams in the conference, top teams in the NFL, but in your conference, you've got to be a one. Okay. Not a hundred percent of the time, but I'm saying, right. right. Okay. Yeah. As far as sort of like the process where I go, okay, who do I like to win the AFC or NFC? Well, who do I think is going to get the one seed? Yeah. If if it's that kind of process, I I think I'm more than okay with it. Certainly there are paths Mm -hmm. where the MVP might have a two, but I, I would not go any lower than one or two. So this exercise definitely includes looking at overall team standings, where you think they will finish looking at the quarterbacks and then proceeding accordingly. Now, one exception to that might be like a Brock Purdy with the 49ers. I think we are already uh, in a state with them where if you think San Francisco is going to finish as the top seed in the NFC or the two seed, you're probably looking at everyone else around Brock Purdy and using that as your explainer. I don't know if there are too many other teams like that right now who are actually in contention to get one of those top two spots in a particular conference. So in that respect, yes, I, I think this makes sense. Maybe top two in the AFC, I would say not in the NFC this year because it mm-hmm. it appears to be so much weaker. So with that in mind, I, I found myself looking at a name that I was not expecting to look at. And I want to throw it your way. It's not a name I've considered at all until this point. And I'll get to the ones that I, I really like. But this one is north of 20 to 1. And it's a team that we both think can be the one seed. Do you think there's any way Dak can enter this conversation? 100% absolutely (laughs) he can enter this conversation. This is not any kind of Cowboys bias. The process Mm -hmm. that I used 
for narrowing this field to seven and then to four to three guys, Dak Prescott kept kept surviving, basically. Wow. Like, you know, really good guys kept getting filtered out, and Dak Prescott was still there. Then I looked at overall team strength, like you were talking about, and I'm like, well, shoot, this team could finish as the winner of the NFC East. And if they do that, then they could get the one seed or the two seed, something like that. I look at this and say, goodness gracious, Dak Prescott is definitely a part of this conversation. Let me get to what my process is here and then see if maybe I also, you know, tag a couple of guys who, who you like here. So okay. when it comes to MVP at the end of the season, total EPA is incredibly predictive. We talk about this when it comes to MVP and Cy Young in baseball, where you look at Fangraph's war and you go, okay, whoever's leading that stat probably is winning the award. Total EPA and football basically works the same way. It's not every year, but almost always, if you have an EPA lead over everyone else, especially a significant one, you're winning this honor. So then the question is, who's going to lead the league in expected points added? Well, my question is, okay, well, who can get this in chunks? Who's really good at intermediate and deep throws? That's passes greater than 10 air yards. So I looked at the last three years and looked at qualifying quarterbacks as far as leaders in EPA per play on such on such passes. There are a couple of guys here who I don't like for MVP. Kirk Cousins, Deshaun Watson, Matt Stafford. I sort of threw those guys out and said, okay, there are too many reasons why they can't do it this year. But the other four, I think, are legitimate. Pat Mahomes, Joe mm-hmm. Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and Dak Prescott. And I think my final list really looks at those four the most seriously. Okay. Yeah, I obviously have Dak on there. And Mahomes, Burrow, top two in the odds. I, I can't argue against that. Yeah, and, I mean, Burrow is so good that – yeah, a part of me is like, oh, it's such a such a tough division. That's going to be difficult, and I'm concerned about taking anyone in the AFC North. But it doesn't it doesn't matter. He's he's that good. I mean, we we've already seen him come up come out of the gate stumbling and then just go on an unbelievable run for the rest of the year. Um, okay, how about Josh Allen? You didn't mention what? Where did you find holes in Josh Allen's resume? I think part of it may have less to do with the resume because certainly, you know, we, we both believe he's a very good quarterback. I I think the question is, where is the versatility? Is it something where, yeah, he can throw deep down the field. We've seen that. Yeah. He's a mobile quarterback, but he also takes a lot of hits. And I wonder Mm -hmm. at some point, does the body wear down? Can he make shorter throws How flexible is he? Like, you know, how's the ad living? Those kinds of things. Those were probably the pointers that I made and said, okay, if if you don't like Joe Burrow because the AFC North's going to be too stout, can you say the same thing about Josh Allen, the AFC East, when there are other teams who can make really legitimate cases? I think that's part of it. I also think that there are some matchups for the Bills this year where Josh Allen's going to be at a bit of a disadvantage. And ultimately, I... If I don't think Buffalo is going to be one or two in the AFC, I just can't do it. And so I think sort of my preconceived notion about the health of the Bills right now led me to believe that Josh Allen really can't win this award. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to say Allen, and I, I was starting to consider him. He's the third favorite right now in the odds board. And then I took a look at their schedule. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. There is a <laughs> rough, rough patch for Buffalo later on in the season. And that, that's what got me. Cleve T.A., who we'll have on later on the show, he projects them to have the second toughest schedule in the NFL. So I, I couldn't go Allen there. I mentioned Dak. Here's another name you did not mention that I like. The 16-1 to 1 is appetizing. It, it's got Lamar Jackson, and it's got Trevor Lawrence. And just going off of the idea of being the one seed in that awful division, Trevor Lawrence, a guy that did pop in EPA last year, um, even including that first half, which wasn't all that strong. And he was terrific, obviously, in the second half and in the postseason. uh, Trevor Lawrence, could the Jaguars have the number one seed? Like I was thinking about that with Herbert in that division. No, I love Herbert the player. I can't wait to see what happens with this offense this season, but I don't think they can be the number one seed because they're not going to win that division. Like I was going through some of those names in Baltimore. I think it's going to be tough for them to do that once again, like they did in Lamar's MVP year. But Trevor Lawrence, yeah. One of the reasons I, I marked off Rodgers, by the way, I don't think the Jets are going to be in that conversation. But um, I think the Jaguars could. There is a path where they everything falls right and they have the best record in the AFC. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is possible. I wonder, though, and given the exercise I took, Lawrence just hasn't been in the league long enough, so mm-hmm. I didn't take him seriously as far as that's concerned, though I could shorten the sample size and then maybe he would pop out, pop up. So that, that's a possibility. I, I think my concern with Lawrence, and I don't know if I believe this, but it's still something I want to note. You know, it's one of those things where you go, okay, I believe this to be true, but if it's not true, what does that mean for my bets? And it's sort of being prepared for all possible outcomes. Trevor Lawrence has had a smaller stretch than all of these other quarterbacks we're talking about with elite play. It's really good. Don't get me wrong. But it is still a smaller stretch than all these other quarterbacks we've been talking about. So can he sustain that for a full season? He would have to to win MVP. He would have to for the Jaguars to compete for the top seed in the AFC. And 
I, I don't want to say I'll believe it when I see it, but when you're looking at longer odds, like we're talking about five to one, seven to one, Dak Prescott uh, looked at him at 18 to one. I don't think you need to take as many risks and go into as many unknowns for this honor. I think this is a great market to bet into, but I don't mm-hmm. think you need to take risks as far as saying, okay, here is a young guy. We saw him do it in seven or eight games. Therefore, I think he can do it for a, for a full season and win MVP. I'm chuckling because I'm thinking about some of the chatter we saw during the preseason. And people are actually having the conversation of Kenny Pickett. I'm like, what What are you talking about? Like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> what is happening right now? No, no. Like, let's say you think he's going to be awesome. Again, the division. There's zero path to the number one seed. Like I can buy into them exceeding expectations because that's all that's happened under Mike Tomlin. They constantly exceed expectations. But number one seed, like, no, no, I don't care what the number is. He's not winning MVP. Uh, You threw out the the possibility of the Lions winning 13 games. Like if everything falls right for them. Is there any way Goff can be part of this? He's 40 to one. He would have to do a lot of the heavy lifting himself. And because Mm -hmm. he thrives so much in the play action game, and I have to believe that the Lions will utilize play action even more. I think sometimes, you know, the old grizzled football folks look at that and say, well, if he didn't have his play action, then he wouldn't be very good. And that crutch, I think, ultimately, I hate to say it, but disqualifies him. You know, not that he can't be a great game manager and not that Jared Goff can't be one of the reasons why the Lions go deep, but it's that crutch. Like you can point to other things and say, okay, he's got an elite offensive coordinator. He's got all these great playmakers, et cetera, et cetera. We've seen bad Jared Goff recently. And I feel like that stays in the minds of voters to where you can say he had resources, but if he didn't have them, he wouldn't be a very good quarterback. Isn't it like the Broncos conversation? If the Lions are great, Campbell gets the credit. Right. That, that That's a good comp. I, I think that's how this yeah. goes down. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board and why we're making too big a deal about NFL flex scheduling. We'll explain right here on the BetQL Network.